Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Carol Boston. She's a business leadership coach, and she helps people know their value and own their power. Today, she'll be talking to us a little bit about creating a strategic action plan. Carol, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. It's always <laughs> a, a good day of the week, right? So Absolutely. I'm, yeah, so I'm excited to have you on, and I think we're going to start the episode a little bit different than others. Um, I would like you to give us a little bit of some client su- success stories. Uh, to have a better picture of what it is that you do. Exactly, because I'm really all about leadership. And so that can be very vague and people don't really understand how important personal leadership is and how it translates into actually running and growing your business. So I have a client, she's been with me about 18 months. My typical program is, is six months and that's why it's such an amazing story. And she hired me back in October of 2018. She was a family lawyer, had her own practice, had been in business about a year, was seeing some success. And she hired me for two main reasons. She wanted confidence. She said, I wanna know when I walk in a room, I have something of value to say, and I wanna hit my weekly income goals in my practice. Now, I will tell you that when she came to see me at that time, pre-corona, I had an office. And we were walking down the hallway to my office. And as we're walking down the hallway, I said to myself, I know she's an ideal client for me. And I was telling this story the other day that said, how did you know? And I said, because she kept walking behind me and I would slow down so that we would be even in the hallway. We were equals, right? We were peers and she would slow down and walk behind me. And I thought that was me nine or 10 years ago, not knowing that I value that I was worthy and valuable and that it was okay to take up the space that I had. So we started to work together in October and I use several tools. I teach on these tools in corporate America and outside of corporate America. And I combine them with what I call my secret sauce. Now she was very resistant to putting this together. So October goes by, mm -mm. November goes by. mm -mm. Finally, the week after Thanksgiving, she shrugs her shoulders. She rolls her eyes at me. She goes, okay, Carol, I'll do it. And I said, will you do it consistently? And she said, yes, this is the week after Thanksgiving. January through May, we tripled her income every month, year over year from the year before, right? Now, that's not the piece that excites me the most. In early January, remember I said it was a six-month program. That's first first of October to the end of March is what it was supposed to be. So in early January, one of her pieces of homework was to go sign up to be a speaker at the Broward Women's Alliance Luncheon. And I thought she was going to wet her pants. But remember, she came to me because she wanted confidence, right? And one of the things I really help my clients learn and understand is that confidence is not a feeling. It's not a feeling. Confidence is a decision to act. Because you can act your way into feeling, but you will never feel your way into acting. Mm -hmm. And most of us as human beings say, well, when I feel like it, I'll do it. And that's why it doesn't get done, right? So I gave her this piece of homework. She was petrified, even though I knew they already had all of their speakers for the, until the summer was over. So fast forward to March, she finally had signed up and we're having our session in March and she looks at me, she kind of looks me up and down and she says, so Carol, you think you can get me ready to run for judge 
And I'm thinking, oh my God. And I'm looking at my watch and I go, well, I'm thinking not in two weeks. I'm like, when is the election? Now remind, remember, this is March of 19. And I said, when is the election? She says, 2020. And I said, well, when in 2020? And she says, November of 2020. I said, you're going to hire me for another 12 to 18 months? She said, you're going to get me ready? I'm like, absolutely. She said, write it up. And let me tell you, the growth in that woman over the next, between eight and 18 months was phenomenal. Yeah, that's um, definitely uh, a great story, you know, and did, well, the election hasn't happened. And she didn't make it to the next cut, but she came to me and she said, you know, I was disappointed for just a little bit. And then I remembered what you told me about getting into action and celebrating the attempt. And she said, so I went out and I celebrated and I felt so much better because I knew that I had taken that first step. And so the second time it was going to be a little bit easier. Right. And I'll be better prepared. And that's really one of the things I work on with my clients is a, I took a, I took a term from boating. Are you a boater? Do you go sailing? Uh, yeah, my brother has a boat. So we, it's not a sailboat, but like a regular boat. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, a t- term in boating called tacking. Mm-hmm. And I have translated that and how I work it as a tool with my clients and I teach on it. Honestly, most people, when I say raise your hand, if you know what tacking is, nobody knows what it is. Right. Um, but it, it works in conjunction with the art of celebration and with empowering questions. And empowering questions, I've seen it change lives, not only mine, um, but my clients. And yeah. I was actually hired six times last year inside American Express. And some of it was a deep dive on empowering questions. You know, you, you said some, some key things there that confidence is not really a feeling, but it's a, a decision to act, right? Yeah. It's kind of like what Mel Robbins says, that motivation is garbage, right? Because if you don't feel like it, you're not going to do it, but it's about a decision to act. So how can somebody, how do you help people um, tr- like make the change from fe- feeling to making it a, a decision? We do it in what I call bite-sized digestible pieces. Okay. So with my clients, we have an overall goal, right? And we set, we d- divide it into macros and to micros. And one of the things I teach them is that every day, not once in a while, but every day, they have three bite-sized digestible things to accomplish. And it can be as simple as I had one client, <laughs> one of her goals every day was to stop hitting the snooze button seven times, right? And so every time she managed to not hit it seven times and get up earlier, she would celebrate because the universe honors what we celebrate. And she'd been doing this for years. And in a matter of about six weeks, which is not a long time if you've been doing it for years, she went from hitting that snooze button seven times to not snoozing anymore. And so what happened was she did a little thing that was doable. I believe that simple is doable, right? Complex is just interesting. And she celebrated every time. And so the art of celebration is really key. So it's bite-sized digestible. You do it and you celebrate it. And another thing that I help them with is we redefine what the word success means. I spent 27 years very successfully in sales in corporate America for ATT Sprint and Paychecks. And the year would start off and they would give you your quota and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't wait to celebrate at the end of the year when you make your quota. And I'm like, make my quota. That's so far away. And then one year, Lorena, they tripled our quota overnight, tripled it. Wow. I went into my boss's office on my, every Monday morning at eight o'clock, I had my private one-on-one with her and I said, I can't even look at that number. 
I said, what I need you to do for me is every Monday when I come in on a piece of white paper in big red ink, I only need my number for that week. Yeah. And, and I would yeah. go, go ahead. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense because if your quota is now to put out a number, right? A thousand in a quarter, right? That seems like a huge number, but if you break that down to weekly or maybe even daily, right? Daily. It makes it more manageable. Maybe a day it's only two, right? Sales or, or whatever it might be. And, you know, yeah, but I, I love that, that advice that you give people to make it something manageable and then also celebrating, even if it's something small, all of that add up, adds up to, to bigger success. And, and so, Carol, you had mentioned a little bit before about um, having powerful, powerful questions and, and redefining success, which I think are, are two important things. Um, what are some examples of, of powerful, powerful questions? If you're listening, this is a writer downer for you. Empowering questions always start with what, how, who, sometimes where, and never, ever why. It's powerful that you know that. Why brings in the ego, excuse me, brings in defensiveness. Think about it. If you have children, you ask your child, why did you get that B, right? And they're like, immediately they're going to defend themselves. So when you ask why, people get defensive, which brings in the ego, which brings in the emotion. And when emotions go up, intelligence goes down. I mean, our world right now is full of that. People's emotions are out of control. And they're doing things that aren't intelligent. So they always start with who, what, how, and sometimes where. And the most empowering of all empowering questions, this is another writer downer for your, your listeners, what else is possible? And the key is you put that out to the universe and you cannot be attached to the outcome. See, here's the thing. We all have opportunities sitting right here that we can't see. And when I teach on this, I tell people, you can't read the label when you're inside the jar. And we're all in a jar, right? That's why I think everybody needs a coach. I mean, even Oprah Winfrey at one point had four coaches and they asked her, why do you, Oprah, have four coaches? And she said, well, nobody's an expert in all four quadrants of my life. And I want to know that I'm living my life at the highest level, right? In all, in all areas. So you put it out to the universe several times. You don't sit around and stew and try to figure it out. You're telling the universe, I'm open to seeing what I can't see. I have a, another client. He's, he's done his time with me, but he sent me a, a text the other day. And he's actually going to do this as a video testimonial for me. I thought it was so powerful. He said, one of the many benefits I got of working with you is I now know that I am never, ever stuck. When things are difficult, when this coronavirus happened and we had to close the body shop, you were inside my head, Carol, saying, what else is possible? What else is possible? And he goes, we pivoted. He said, at the very beginning, we went over, they, uh, I think they ordered them from Germany. They got a lot of those uh, sanitizing equipment that the big companies are using now. They bought a bunch of them at a cheap price to resell and they're going to use them they're using them in the cars so he said i always know that i'm never stuck because there's what else is possible yeah and i, I love that because just the question alone makes you think outside of the box right because a lot of times we're like confined into like this like almost like a horse right but with <laughs> the, <laughs> you know but with, with the what else is possible it's like you take off the blinders and maybe like your client now will start doing something else that maybe has nothing to do with what he used to do right um, or within yeah. the same industry, but maybe a little bit differently because um, with everything going on, it's just part of life, right? A lot of change. 
Um, and and I exactly. love those, those empowering questions are great. I think this is an episode that a lot of people will get tons of actionable value from and, and definitely mm -hmm. with those kind stories as well. And, and so Carol, how can somebody reach out to you that would like to get more information about you or find out how to work with you? Uh, the best way right now to email me, it's very simple, Carol, that's C-A-R-O-L. I tell people it's like a Christmas carol. I'm song of joy. It's carol at Carol Boston. That's B-O-S-T-O-N, like the Red Sox, carol at carolboston.com. Email me, you know, put in the subject line that you heard me here, and we'll set up, a, I'll give you a gift um, of a free 20-minute strategy session, and I will help you craft empowering questions around any big challenge that you have going on right now. Fantastic. And like always, I will put the descriptions, the links down below in the description for the listeners to easily um, click and, and send you an email. Um, and I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. My name is Lorena Tomasini and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency, where together with my mom, we help families and businesses with their financial protection needs all done digitally. And Carol, I do have one last question for you. Okay. Um, since we talked a little bit earlier about success and redefining that, that word, right? It's, it's one of those words that has a lot of definitions. Um, what would be your personal definition of, of success? I get my clients and I teach on this that we redefine success. Success is in the attempt. It's not in the final product. And when I say that word tacking, tacking allows you to pivot very quickly. That's why we do things in small bite-sized steps. So it's without judgment. This is what I did. It did let's, say it this, let's say this time it didn't work out exactly like you wanted it to. My clients don't, we learned, we don't call that a failure. My clients just go, well, now that was a learning lesson. And we learn and we pivot, but they celebrate the attempt. And that's another thing that greatly grows your confidence. You know that you can continue to step outside of your comfort zone because it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Right. It's in the attempt. Fantastic. Um, well, Carol, it's been great having you on today's episode. Is there anything else you would like to add? Nope. I, I, I appreciate being on here. Anybody that wants to reach out, hearing from the people in your audience, and if there's anything I can do personally for you, um, please don't hesitate to ask. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.